Today on The Journey, a special interview with Pastor Steve DeWitt. To think about a ministry like The Journey, what's the purpose of broadcasts like this? I could summarize it from this verse. It is our desire to proclaim the excellencies of God who has called us out of moral, spiritual darkness and has summoned us into his marvelous light. Happy New Year and welcome to The Journey with Steve DeWitt, Senior Pastor and Bible Teacher at Bethel Church in Northwest Indiana. Today in The Journey, we're taking a break from our regular schedule and we're going to sit down for a special interview uh, with Pastor Steve. It's a brand new year and he'll be joining us for the full half hour to recap the year behind and we're going to take a look at the year ahead of us as well. You can listen online at thejourney.fm. Steve, it's great to be here with you. Yes, Tim, it is. Happy New Year to you and to all of our listeners. Well, now, we don't normally get a chance to just kind of sit here and talk with each other, and I thought it might be nice for listeners to get to know you just a little bit better. Now, you're a girl dad. Any highlights or what's it like being a girl dad, particularly as you look at this last year? Well, you know, part of my story that listeners may not realize is that I was a single man for a very long time and uh, was a pastor and, um, in fact, messages that are heard on the broadcast uh, often are messages from my years as the bachelor pastor. But I got married when I was 44 years old, and uh, my wife Jennifer and I were blessed to have two daughters in fairly short order. So I have a 10-year-old daughter, and I have an 8-year-old daughter, 5th grade, 3rd grade. And uh, for those of you that are parents, you know how these kids, uh, they just uh, suck up all the attention and oxygen in the room and our lives revolve around their lives so much. So I'm very much a doting father and, uh, you know, getting them to school, getting them home, um, run them around to gymnastics or horse riding or parties with their friends. Uh, stuff at church. That's pretty much my life. I pastor a church. Um, I get to do some special things like uh, the journey. And uh, the rest of my life is is uh, at home as a husband and, and a father. And I, I love it. God's been super good, super good to me. Of course, Tim, you know what that's like. You've got like uh, 100 kids or something like that, don't you? Well, I do have three boys, two girls for a total of five, and actually the oldest just got married two weeks ago. The oldest is a boy. Well, well I guess he's a man. He's 23, and the, the youngest uh, is 16, and she just got her license uh, just actually about a month ago or so. You know what's interesting, though, is that you're significantly older than me, but my kids are older than yours, and you know, it just made me smile a few months ago when our families had dinner and there you were. You you showed up with coloring books and crayons. Man, that took me back a little bit. Tim, I brought those for you. You didn't realize that? Well, that one with the, the unicorns was of particular interest to me. Thanks for bringing that. Well, what I've noticed when I've seen your office and your books is uh, it's tragic how many of your books haven't been colored in yet. <laughs> well, I do, have, uh, I do have a Star Wars pop-up book but I'm pretty sure it's worth some money, so I'm not going to be coloring in it. Okay. All right, well, getting back to a more serious conversation, sort of. 
Did you guys take a vacation or go anyplace fun this past year? Yes, and I'll get to that. But I think the listeners might be curious to realize that I have been friends with you, Tim, for 20-plus years. Yeah. Wow, yeah. Um, that's a long time. It doesn't seem like it, but I guess it's been that long. And I can remember us talking and, and dreaming about this radio program many years ago. And the listeners might also like to know that the seeds of this program uh, started while Tim and I were walking around downtown Indianapolis, and we just had our first like, hey, what do you think about? Little did we know some 20 or 25 years later that uh, we'd have uh, a program and get to work together like this. So God has certainly been certainly been good to us and has given us much more than we deserve. Steve, it's it's been a pleasure and the time really has flown by. It's great, you know, just to be able to to call you a friend. Well, thanks Tim. So, uh with respect to my family and this last year, you know, like most families with kids in school, our rhythm of life really revolves around the calendar uh of the school, so we did get away a couple times. We were able to go up to Mackinac Island uh, up in up in Michigan and enjoyed enjoyed that trip. Uh, we had a trip or two to see Grandma and Grandpa, and um, I think we had one trip to Florida earlier in the year. So we try to get away when we can. But again, that's always you know we got these little windows. The school allows for us to do anything out of the ordinary, but it was a good year. And I tell you, I just can't believe how fast my daughters are growing up. I just, uh, I'm proud and so sad at the same time to see, sometimes I look at their, like, for example, their, uh, I look at their legs and I'm like, where did these long legs come from? You know, I remember when they were, uh, their whole body was smaller than their, uh, than their, femur and yeah it's uh it's a marvel to me but what a joy and um so it's been a good year and uh, now I didn't get to you know marry any of my kids off like you did but it was it was still a good year well I don't want to bring you down but it was kind of hard watching my son get married it was it was a joy but man was it emotional and I I did perform the ceremony so I'm sure that added to the emotions you know, though, there is something about watching your kids grow up. You're you're happy and you're sad all at the same time. And, uh, you know, we've talked about our kids here a little bit. Let's just, let's just go ahead now and turn the page uh, and look at this new year. How about you personally, Steve? How's God been speaking to you as you look at this new year? Well, I'd like to share an encouragement uh, with everybody here from 1 Peter chapter 2. And uh, this verse is arguably the thesis statement of Peter's letter. And uh, Peter writes this, But you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, and here's the key, a people for his own possession, that you may proclaim the excellencies of him who called you out of darkness and into his marvelous light. The excellencies of him. I'd like to just sit on that for a moment to think about how excellent God is. You know, we think about the love of God, the mercy of God, uh, the grace of God, 
These are all qualities and attributes of God that we rightly praise him for. Uh, But it's not very often that we use words like excellency or maybe beauty, Uh, and yet they are powerful summary statements of the glory of God. And uh, when we think about how excellent God is and how good his works are and how perfect all he does is, there's nobody to compare him to. You know, there's nobody in this world that is truly excellent. We might have certain things that we're better at than other things, and uh, yet nobody is good at, at everything. I think about the political turmoil that uh, the world is in right now, and you know, some people think we need a great this or we need a great that kind of leader. And really, the longings of our hearts, we, we want Jesus. We want somebody who is excellent at everything. And uh, Scripture presents God, and specifically Jesus, as being the one our souls long for. And uh, to think about a ministry like The Journey, what's the purpose of broadcasts like this? I could summarize it from this verse. It is our desire to proclaim the excellencies of God who has called us out of moral, spiritual darkness and has summoned us into his marvelous light. The Journey is a ministry that seeks to glorify uh, to glorify God, and I hope that if you've been a longtime listener, you've sensed that we're much more wanting to promote Jesus than to promote ourselves, and we want to be a ministry that draws your heart to love the Lord Jesus even more, and uh, why? Because he's worthy, or as this verse says, because he is he is excellent, he is perfect, he is he is beautiful. And I hope that this coming year of uh, broadcasts, as we will dive into many different topics, I know uh, decision-making and wisdom is our first one, we hope that through all of these that you will hear the proclamation of the excellence of God, and it will draw you into a life that displays the excellencies and the glories of God. He alone is, is worthy. So, Tim, there's just a, a brief word, but uh, a good one, I think, as we step into a new year to be reminded what's it all about, what's the bottom line, and uh, how do we ascribe glory to God and his son, Jesus, by the Spirit. Thanks, Steve. You know, as we as humans, we can, we're short-sighted, and we have short, short-term memories, and we can just forget. In a lot of ways, we look like the Israelites, and so... Um, it's good to be reminded that we serve an excellent God. Excellent, and you fill in the blank, every category. Proclaim his excellencies. Steve, thanks for that reminder. And you did reference, uh, we got uh, some programming coming up, and it's uh, called Decision Making, and that's the actual message title. Um, But before we get to that, Let's, uh, we did say we were going to look back, so let's look back to some of the series that we've uh, done this past year. We were in Hebrews and a series on Moses and living a generous life. Uh, we touched on quite a few subjects. Before we close out, uh, though, this year with our Christmas series, do you have any final thoughts or takeaways that you really want to highlight for our listeners? Well, it ties into what I was just saying, Tim. Uh, what's the purpose of the program? 
to declare the excellencies of God and and His Son Jesus. And if you think about the series that we did, um, you know, we could talk about uh, the series in Hebrews and what's the big point of Hebrews that Christ is better. You know, uh, if you liked Moses, you'll love Jesus. Um, he's better than the angels. He's better than Moses. He's better than the old covenant. Everything he does is better than the old priests and Levitical system. And, you know, on and on Hebrews went. And in each case, it makes the convincing argument that Jesus is is better, more glorious, more worthy. And uh, we did the series in Moses. And, you know, uh, when you get in the Old Testament, one of the one of my heroes in the faith, Spurgeon, said, you always make a beeline to the cross. And Moses' life makes it so easy to see how he was a great leader. Oh, was he a great leader. Um, even to this day, all the major world religions uh, admire him in one way or another. And uh, so when you think about Moses and all of his accomplishments, yet... He didn't enter the promised land. He was, a, he was a flawed man. He had feet of clay. He wasn't perfect. And in all of those deficiencies, we can once again admire how Jesus is the perfect Moses. He's, he's the Moses that we want. He's the Moses that Israel wanted. Um, and so uh, the series in Moses highlighting so many aspects of Moses' life, but again, drawing attention to uh, to Jesus. And then, you know, living a generous life, that this one's an easy one in the sense that uh, the ultimate example of generosity is Jesus who left the riches of heaven to come into this world and to sacrifice and to give himself uh, for us. And that example is not just inspiring, but should um, should should be what we aspire to be. And so many of the challenges we face in life are the result of not following his example. Yep. You know, you asked earlier, Tim, one of the highlights of uh, 2023 for me is I wrote a book on loneliness, which is uh, coming out here in a couple months. And uh, to give an example of how how this works, that you know, loneliness is a common human uh, affliction. I know it well. I uh, lived alone for a very long time. I had a lot of time to think about why I have this ache in my heart. Um, but uh, what is the solution to loneliness? Well, it's certainly not fixating on it or numbing it or drugging it. Rather, we find that when we allow the love of God to flow through us to others, it mitigates the loneliness in us. As one example of how the life of Jesus, when it becomes the paradigm that we follow, not only does it please God, but it allows us to flourish as humans. And, uh, Jesus, the greatest human who ever lived, provides that example for us. And we see that in his generosity. We see that in his love and kindness and so many other ways. But uh, yeah, living the generous life as we give ourselves uh, of ourselves to others, uh, the 
qualities of God, the life of God is experienced within us, and it is a blessing to us. So it was a a great year of of, uh, broadcasts and all teachings that I hope were a tremendous blessing to everyone. It was certainly a privilege to preach the messages. Those are some good reminders, kind of recaps there of where we've been this past year. And for anyone listening who may have missed any of those series, don't forget, and this is my job, don't forget, you can always access them online at thejourney.fm, or you can do that on our podcast. You just search for The Journey with Pastor Steve DeWitt. Once again, our website is a little bit different. It's thejourney.fm. Well, if you're just tuning in, I said, this is The Journey, and that's the name of our show, and we're in the studio with Pastor Steve right now for a look behind and a look ahead, and we just finished looking back and recapping the year 2023 here on The Journey. And now we're going to look ahead to the new upcoming series. It's all about decision-making. So, Steve, maybe tell us a little bit, what inspired you to teach on this topic? Well, I have been a pastor for over 30 years, and if I was to think about the counsel that people seek from me and others on our pastoral staff, it's it's typically not in the moral category. Like nobody comes to me and says, hey, I was wondering, I was thinking about maybe should I rob this bank or not? (laughs) You know, what do you think I should do? Don't. Uh, They don't ask that question. Yeah. It's the answer is clear. You know, it's mostly questions of wisdom in their life and uh, making decisions that have preferred outcomes. And uh, I think that pastorally, equipping people to make decisions and to do so according to God's word, which is God's will and God's wisdom, equips Christians for life. And, uh, you know, there's so many things in the Bible, obviously, that are a blessing, and we would point, first of all, to the the redemptive story, but there's a lot of life wisdom that the Bible also provides about finances and marriage and uh, work and recreation, but it has a lot to say about wisdom. Entire books of the Old Testament are dedicated to helping the simple to become the wise, and uh, so this series is addressing some of the wrong paradigms for decision-making, the fleeces, if you will, Mm. and is uh, encouraging us to understand that most of life is lived in the application of biblical principles to life. And learning how to do that and equipping our kids to do that, counseling friends uh, to do that, can only lead to lives with better and preferred outcomes. And so it's a series that uh, I think will be very practical and very, very helpful. And I would encourage everyone to tune in. Maybe something you said in there just kind of stuck with me a little bit, Steve. You said, don't make decisions like with fleeces. I I know you're not talking about a coat or something you wear, but maybe... Um, just unpack that a little bit more. What do you what do you mean when you say don't make a decision with fleeces? What what is that? Give us one little tip here. Well, I don't know, Tim. You might have to listen to the series and find out. <laughs> I will. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll give you a yeah. quick. Yeah. Yes, you will. I'll give you a quick tip. So, it's a reference to the Old Testament uh, story of Gideon, who basically 
required God to show him what he wanted him to do, even after God had told him what he wanted him to do. And uh, so Gideon created this uh, false test uh, that God, in his graciousness, went along with. And so oftentimes we similarly will make decisions and we'll say, well, if God wants me to do A, then he's going to have to do B. Or if if God wants me to, you know, uh, take direction X, then he's going to have to make it clear by doing Y. And these are all not biblical approaches to, to life. And what they oftentimes do is... Um, we create the scenario to affirm the direction that we want to go anyway. And that's just not biblical, a biblical approach to, uh, to decision-making. So the series will debunk some of these approaches and will lay out a, um, a much better and more biblical approach to big and small decisions in life. Yeah, thank you, Steve. Well, that's uh, that's exciting um, to hear that we're going to get to learn how to make some decisions in a biblical way. And I hope I hope you'll tune in um, for this series in this coming year. Once again, our website is thejourney.fm. Well, Steve, it's been a pleasure to sit down with you today for this conversation, and I trust our listeners have enjoyed it as much as I have. Before we close out, though, would you um, lead us before the Lord in prayer? I sure will. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for these moments we've had together. We thank you for the digital connection that we that we have. I pray for everyone in the hearing of this broadcast or listening by podcast, Lord, that you would grant them your wisdom. I pray that uh, through the experience of studying your word, that we would become equipped to live lives that are all about Christ. And I pray that uh, this upcoming year would be the best year yet for the journey and all those who listen. So Jesus, we thank you for making all of this meaningful and possible. To you be all the glory. We pray in your name. Amen. Amen. You're listening to The Journey, and we've been enjoying a conversation with Pastor Steve DeWitt with a look behind and a look ahead into the upcoming series titled Decision Making. We hope you'll join us tomorrow and in the coming days as we begin this new study. Well, life is a journey, and sometimes that journey can be pretty unpredictable. But when we lean into the power and guidance of God, He lights our path and imparts purpose to each step we take. And that's why each day on the journey, we share God's Word to listeners around the country through the radio and the web, enabling them to nurture their connection with Jesus Christ, or perhaps accept Him for the very first time. But as a listener-supported program, we couldn't do it without you. The journey relies in part on the financial gift of generous friends like you, which allow us to share the truth of the gospel to listeners all around the world. So would you consider giving today? You can call 844-7-JOURNEY. That's 844-756-8763. Or give online at thejourney.fm. And when you do, we'll say thanks by sending you Decision-Making and the Will of God. It's a book by Gary Friesen. Most Christians have been taught how to find God's will, yet many are still unsure whether they found it. And in this book, Friesen examines the prevalent view on God's will today and provides a sound biblical alternative to the traditional teaching of how God guides us. You can request your copy of this practical book by calling 
Journey. That's 844-756-8763. Or visit thejourney.fm. And while you're online, be sure to sign up to receive updates from The Journey. Just scroll to the box at the bottom of the page and then enter your name and email. And if you'd like to connect with us on Facebook or via email, you'll find those links at the top of the page. And if you live nearby, we invite you to join us for worship at Bethel Church, where Steve DeWitt serves as the senior pastor. We're located in Crown Point, Indiana, with multi-site campuses in Cedar Lake and Hobart. You'll find directions and all the info you need to plan your visit at BethelWeb.org. I'm Tim Svoboda. Be sure to come back tomorrow when Pastor Steve begins his new series all about decision-making with a message called God's Will for My Life. Is it a secret? That's Tuesday on The Journey. Today's program was produced and furnished by Bethel Church in Crown Point, Indiana.